0: And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Troy Wilkinson on the line. He's Head of Cybersecurity Research and Analytics over at Interpublic Group, which is a top four advertising agency, one of the top four advertising agencies in the world. Um, Troy, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Appreciate that, Adam. How are you today?
0: Oh, man, I'm doing fantastic and excited to have you on the line. I mean, cybersecurity, big, big topic, and uh, you're doing it for a really big group, so excited to get into that. But before we do, let's get a little bit further into your background. So how did you get started in your career
1: and in business? Oh, that's a great question. You know, every time I talk about my background, I feel how old I really am. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's funny because I got started over 20 years ago in law enforcement and uh, in, in especially IT forensics doing things like uh, child pornography investigations, fraud, forgery, all the digital crimes that you, you think of when you think of your traditional investigative uh, prosecutions, I was recruited by the State Department to go over and uh, assist with cybersecurity investigations in Eastern Europe, including organized crime, terrorism, war crimes, and and uh, financial crimes. And so that kind of led me down this path of cybersecurity. But what I found is that so many people have different journeys, and and that's okay. We we get here one way or the other. But uh, moving back to the states and getting into uh, leadership roles here at, at uh, large companies, I found that, you know, cybersecurity is the same for us here as it is in Singapore or or, or India or some, something like that. We're facing the same challenges, and, uh, you know, we have a great group of people that are working on those challenges, and that's kind of how I got to uh, to Interpublic, and I've been here now for about uh, eight months and really enjoying the, my time here on the team. Wow, so you've seen it all. I mean, from the law enforcement to the private sector, big
0: companies, government. I mean, you've seen it all. That's it's amazing. Um, and so that being said, I do wanna uh, I want to switch it up a bit. Let's uh, let's get into Interpublic Group first, and uh, then I want to get into some of the speaking and keynotes you've been up to. Um, so first, tell us a little bit more about Interpublic Group,
1: please. Yeah, I love I love Interpublic Group. They've been uh, they've been great to me, first of all. But as a company. Uh, they really pride themselves on uh, diversity and inclusion, and, and it shows in the culture of, of what we do there. And so Interpublic Group is a is not only just advertising but also marketing and content, and uh, they bring digital analytics to what we're doing to uh, produce content and, and a lot of things for our different clients across the spectrum. Um, and so it gives me an opportunity to come in and, and work with a team that's really awesome. And still accomplish those things that we're trying to do, which is identify risk and and turn risk into dollars and impact based on what we're seeing across the the spectrum from attacks and threats that are coming out.
0: Wow. So, um, what are some of the? Um, you know, obviously this is going to vary from company to company, and I'm not saying we have to get specific into. Um, into you know softwares or anything like that, but what are some of the common um, challenges that companies are having
1: right now um, with their cybersecurity that you're finding? Because obviously you're you're a thought leader in that in that area. Yeah, I think that the biggest challenge we all face is. Uh, the skills gap. And what I mean by that is that there's a ton of jobs out there that are open, and we're trying to recruit the next generation of talent to come in and help us with, you know, solving that problem, because uh, as the bad guys scale their infrastructure and get better at what they do, we have to also meet that with skills and and capabilities on our own side. And so really, I I take it very seriously to mentor the young folks, the next generation, those who want to know what that path is to get to a job in cybersecurity. You know, uh, you see it on TV, it looks really flashy, uh but sometimes it's long hours, it's a lot of pressure. You're you're up twenty four by seven uh monitoring, not you personally, but the uh the operations team and so it's it's very exciting but it's also what I would consider a calling, right? It's something that you do because you're passionate about it. And so cyber is uh you know, has a place for me and I I try to instill that in in my students and the people that I talk to uh, on a daily basis about taking a career in cybersecurity because it's very, very rewarding. It's something you can do and put your heart and soul into and get that feedback like you are doing good in the world, and that's important to a lot of people like myself. Yeah, movies make it look really flashy from Once Upon a Time. It's like I'm feeling like, oh, you
0: do this and this. And I'm like very I'm feeling a little John Wick vibe coming from you, Troy. I'm in.
1: That's yeah, for awesome. sure. So, um, uh, spoiler alert, though. Spoiler alert. There's no push button get past the firewall. It's not that easy, right? I mean, you know, when, uh, Hollywood you makes don't it get to so just easy. like yeah. be, you don't get to just be like really talented and just get right through. Yeah, because <laughs> you time. and persistence, right? You get there, but you know, it's not that easy oh that's awesome
0: um let's uh, let's get into some of your speaking um and, and the kind of things you're doing and speaking and to educate you mentioned that you're obviously working with some with with your um with your younger students in terms of helping them and
1: mentoring them. What about on the international um keynote trail? so tell us a little bit more about that please sure and and those students go all the way down to seven and eight year olds in in the uh public school system of the college oh, and wow. those who are looking for careers you know so really trying to encourage you know not only coding in school and some of the stem uh careers mm-hmm. but also getting uh, interested in security early so you can take that path. So I love I love that. But when it comes to speaking around the world uh, on different topics, it usually boils down to uh, three things, like emerging threats and technology, uh, or sorry, emerging threats and the technology that we're building to defeat those threats, and then the cyber skills gap. So those are my three passions. Uh, and, you know, for the last few years, the emerging threat has been and is uh, ransomware and some of the crypto lockers that we're getting hit with we see cities we see governments we see every walk of life being affected by these attacks uh schools hospitals you name it and uh it's it's destructive and so uh you know trying to get awareness up about that some of the things you can do to protect yourself um as well as you know denial of service attacks and some of the other uh threats that come in via email uh you know just the basics, block and tackling fundamentals what do you need to do foundationally to protect yourself and you know really trying to uh encourage people to take that path and and follow their passion in in this career field.
0: Let's let's scale it back for a moment. So meaning, I I know you work with large enterprise clients, and I know you have a lot of background, but there's a lot of small business owners listening, too, right now that, you know, they maybe have – 10 to 100 or a couple hundred employees, and maybe they're, they're kind of not caught up on the cybersecurity um, side of things because they've been so busy building their business that maybe they have some, some gaps there that they haven't really considered in a while. And right now, they're listening to this, uh, so maybe that's the time that we, we catch their attention. Um, what, what's some of the things that they should be thinking about?
1: Uh, great question. So I, I used to own a, a cybersecurity company myself uh, called Axiom Cyber, and we focused on that small-to-medium enterprise and uh, the reason we do that is because, number one, they don't have the resources or the financing mm-hmm. to focus on the bigger uh, solutions that large companies can afford. Uh, they also don't have the team. They don't have the skill set. It's hard to hire a cybersecurity guys no matter what size of company you are. And so yeah. um, you know, you have to rely on your outside partners, whether it's a managed service uh, partner for IT or just a simple managed uh, security service. Uh, you know, But for small, medium businesses, they are under attack daily, and they have a lot more to lose. Uh, FBI yeah. put out a statistic, 60% of those who have a, a major breach go out of business within six months. Uh, it's impactful. Wow. It's impactful to their bottom line. And, uh, a lot of these guys, they think they're not a target, or they think they're too small, or they think that they don't have something of value that hackers would want. And all of those are not correct at all. So, you know, every company has something that the bad guys would want. They have W-2 information. They have direct deposit banking information for their employees. They have identity information. They have intellectual property that makes them special. What they do, so there's there's a huge risk factor for these guys. And uh, you know, my my thing that I talk about is fundamentals. That means antivirus on every endpoint, a firewall at the at the in, at the internet connection, and then your patching. Keep your patching up to date. You know, those are very basic and and not so expensive things that you can do to really. Uh, reduce the risk factor and not be the low-hanging fruit for hackers. Mm, that's awesome. And this is going to be
0: a really basic of basic question, but when we talk about passwords or things like this or some of those technologies out there for and I don't even know if I'm saying it right, whether they're lockers or wallets or things like that, mm-hmm. um, are those like channels that people should really seriously be considering, um, especially in that small business realm? Because, I mean, I hear, I hear you know both different sides of that, and I'm just curious to hear that. Again, that's below your grade, but these are some of the <laughs> oh. questions that we ask ourselves every day as this small business owner myself included we're a a small team of five and I'm like should we be using these extra like um, lockers or things or I mean what do you think about
1: that yeah absolutely and and nobody's too small for for password managers you know those are they're going to help you if you think about all the stuff we see on the dark web all the dumps from the different breaches and stuff it's usernames and passwords that are usually out there and so if I use the same password for my email that I do for my Facebook and my LinkedIn and my Twitter account, well, if one of those things get hacked and they now have my access to all these other sites. And so that is one of the number one reasons people are hacked is because they reuse passwords. So something as simple as downloading KeePass, uh, which is spelled K-E-E-Pass, uh, you know, it's free and it's open source and, and I use it and other people use it. It's it's the way to store multiple passwords. So you have a different password for every site. Uh, you only have to remember that one uh, password to get into your password manager. So it's still one password to get into that software, but it protects you when you have hundreds of different passwords you have to remember for all your, your different sites.
0: Man, that's great. And, uh, and that's that stat that you gave was Quite alarming that you said from that study of um, of uh, that the FBI put out. I believe you said that you know mm-hmm. that if, if a small business that gets hacked, a lot of them are out of business within six months
1: of oh, that right. big
0: hack taking place. Um, well, that, that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on here was <laughs> just to to scare people. Number one, I didn't mean to use you as my stick, Troy, but kind <laughs> of like I want we want to help these business owners, and I know your heart's there considering you used to own a company helping them. So nobody wants to see somebody be um, put out of business or have like their life ruin because some, somebody else is doing something they shouldn't be doing, So especially Absolutely. when it can be prevented. Like what you just now said is a very tangible thing that everybody listening can consider or and or go do. So key pass or you know all these things, little it all adds up. So all the other things that you mentioned all make sense and um, appreciate all those tips. So Troy, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information, either an in interpublic group or even to book you maybe as a keynote speaker, they're they're thinking about um what that looks like um for one of their conferences coming
1: up. Um what's the best way for people to reach out and to connect? So I uh, appreciate that, Adam. And for connecting to me, LinkedIn is the best way. So uh on LinkedIn it's simply uh Kosovo Troy. Kept that username from my days over in the Balkans. Um you can you can do a, keynote, a keyword search there for that. We're just Troy Wilkinson, and I, I should come up. For Interpublic, go to interpublic.com. Uh, we have a whole family of companies that can assist no matter what your marketing need is uh, or your advertising need, whether it's print or online or television. Uh, we have an agency that can certainly jump in and help you no matter what size you are. Uh, but I'm going back to the small businesses. There's, there's a lot of passion there and there's a lot of need there too. So, you know, if somebody has a question, they can feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn as well. And I never mind, uh, I, I never mind giving advice or, uh, you know, information about things they can do to get protected. And that's awesome
0: really appreciate that troy um and to the audience as always thank you for tuning in i hope you got a lot of value out of this i hope you got, hope you got some actionable tips and i hope you uh you you move on those i mean um let, let's make sure that you you keep all of your data and your clients data and your employees data protected so um big big uh public service announcement right there if you will um so thanks again troy and to the audience um go 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 do some of those steps that that troy mentioned today and uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast uh and if you have uh if you're watching this on youtube and you have some comments or questions on uh, data security or anything like that then uh, you feel free to add some of those comments in the uh, comment section of the video and i will forward that to troy because he's going to answer him because i'm not getting the answers you got it Um, anytime that's awesome well thanks again troy for coming on the show thank you